0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network.
1: I'm Gerald Farrelly.
2: Hi, I'm Neve Kammer. And you're You're listening to Agony Run.
1: Two weeks off. (laughs) Two weeks off and we did that. That was impressive. It's like we're
2: joined at the hip.
1: We should be reading the 6-1 news.
2: Oh, can you see it? I know how to shuffle paper. Do you have to stand up now?
1: No. Is it a thing? I don't know why they did this. This whole thing of being able to see the bottom half of a newsreader. Nobody needs it.
2: No, no, mostly they're in shorts. But actually, to be fair. Just shoulders. I believe it was Kirsty Young was the first person to do it. Really? And the only reason I know that is it was on some quiz
1: have you seen the man, now this will only be related to uh, listeners in Ireland, but have you seen the man that does the sports news on uh, the six, one, six o'clock news? Mm-hmm. He he apparently won the Liffey Swim.
2: Did he? he did. At the same time as presenting. like, <laughs> I've done the Liffey Swim. No way. I have.
1: Okay, before we, <laughs> <laughs> sorry listeners, we had an episode planned, but things have taken a turn. <laughs> The Liffey, the Liffey is basically the biggest river that goes through uh-huh. Dublin.
2: Okay. Uh, you did the Liffey swim. Yeah, yeah. Now, to be fair, like it was 100 years ago, right? Uh, you, what you don't know about me, I spent most of my teens either singing or swimming. Not a lot else, <laughs> I have to say. I was a big swimmer. <laughs> I used to play water polo and everything. You have no idea. That's why I have the big shoulders and the big breathing. That's it. I
1: never knew this. Mm-hmm. And like the Liffey Swim at the moment now, I mean, people say if you're doing the Liffey Swim, the chances are you get hit by a shopping trolley. <laughs> <laughs> it was much I mean, better then if you look, If you looked in the Liffey, you wouldn't think, oh, I want to get into that.
2: <laughs> I know. To be fair, I did the ladies part because there's a ladies swim what was that the paddle it's down by no it's down by the strawberry beds so it's a little bit further down it's not as mad but it was my first kind of real competitive uh, river swim I did a lot of sea swims before them I'd say
1: there was multiple drownings (laughs)
2: well, <laughs> I'd say you, know, you pushed heads. <laughs> it happened in September, right? Okay. So basically what happened was, uh, and it was pre where you wear all these neoprene things. It was basically in your speedos and good luck to you, right? Into oh, right, okay. <laughs> so I was yeah, you, there. Got, you got the bikini X? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I never wear bikinis. Never have, never will. So anyway, I, was, I had this speedo and uh, basically uh, I was standing at the side about six or seven o'clock at night. I mean, it's ridiculous, like even the time you're doing it. And... Uh, they set you off in sections obviously because you can't all just run into the Liffey and run that's just not the way it works so, <laughs> so anyway I got into the water and uh, and just as we were getting in somebody shouted watch the water rats oh <gasps> my god I tell you I thought what you know the way you're kind of just, there's water rats I was already committing to getting into the rat yeah of course well I mean is. if there's water rats I mean if they're anywhere they're in the Liffey are like in, in the Bernice the <laughs> so I got into the water uh, and first thing I, was the shock of watch the water rats. Nobody had mentioned that it wasn't in the contract when I signed it. I got in, and then of course because the water is so cold, and unlike the seawater, you don't have that kind of buoyancy of salt water. So it's like suddenly the shock of the cold gets in, and so uh, then you think your rib cage is, is actually you know and your lungs are collapsing. So the once you get over the initial kind of I'm going to die. And there's, there's a couple of boats there waiting to pull out the, the eejits who just don't get over <laughs> pull that. Pull out the survivors. Yes. So uh, then 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 you start swimming and it's about a mile long that you do, right? So it's, a you know, whatever. So I started swimming and uh, I was getting a good pace and I was thought, no, it's not. I was never going to win it, right? I'm, I'm very aware. I was always a very strong long distance swimmer, but not a fast one, right? So I wasn't okay. about the Speed, it was about achieving it. You knew you weren't going to win, it was the no. eastern block voting, exactly right. It was, it was that moment, <laughs> in my life. they are all voting for each other, <laughs> That's right. And so, I was swimming along, and um, you know, and then I thought I got over my initial panic of I'm going to die from lung collapse, right? So, that's when okay. I got past that, and I'm getting into the run. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's okay, that's okay, getting moving along. And then something brushed my leg, <gasps> and that is the fastest I've ever swum in my life because <laughs> I it might have been a stick. I don't know, and to this day I don't know. But I have to tell you. But I can forever say I've done the Liffey Swim. <laughs> but I've never presented the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I'm really selling it to you here now. Aren't I? Well, thank God
1: you went. <laughs> thank God you found music, even. <laughs> okay.
2: So, so he won the Liffey Swim while presenting the, Swim. the weather. Amazing. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> And every so often, they, like if you watch the news regularly, like I do as an elderly, as an elderly person, <laughs> every so often they'll allude to it. You know, they're like so and so won something at the swimming Olympics, <laughs> just like blah blah. And then he, I don't know what his name is. He's Blabla. lovely. Yeah, well, let's call him blah blah. Okay. He's got, do you know what he's lovely? But you know somebody that could go from like a seven to a ten with just a haircut. <gasps> You know, the ones Yes! Yeah, you know those people <laughs> that, like, they could go in and get their haircut and it would work a miracle. Or, like, it is just one extra blade. Or someone who sides.
2: has, like, like a, a soft kind of, uh, you know, from, in the male equivalent, in a sense of, you know, you look at them and you say with the kind of the light scruff of a, you know, kind of thing, it looks kind of fairly manly and all that. And then you remove the beard situation and then suddenly it's like, oh, okay. I'd You're rather he
1: like, didn't make eye contact with you when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was an act of hostility no. and I don't need it
2: <laughs> this early
1: in January. I
2: know you, I know you haven't shaved yet today by the look of it. <laughs> is that a day?
1: <laughs> or is that? Na- that's not a day. I, really, I wish that was a day. You've, Grossly overestimated my testosterone level, <laughs> <for> me.
2: <laughs> it looks like a rough tail could take it off. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> to be fair, I could grow better facial hair than that. But no, 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 that's not true. The, the, nothing but love here for Garoud. I was only saying to him there was a lovely photograph of on 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 internet during the weekend, and I thought you look very wistful in that photograph, very manly.
1: Oh, that was yeah, backstage in Vicar Street. I know. Listen, never underestimate the light of a toilet, me.
2: <laughs> Are now, in our first week of January, how are we feeling about that?
1: Good. Mm. I mean, I'm feeling sort of good. I, I kind of have started to work out many years' resolutions.
2: Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, I wasn't
1: like we had this conversation, yeah, I and mean, we were um, never going to do that. We're never going to do that, and January is not the time for it, but uh, you know. New Year, New Me.
2: Yeah, but you know, what? the other thing that I've been thinking about in the last week or so, because everything is just, it was all gung-ho when we met before Christmas, right? And, you know, I was in the throes of shows and all this sort of stuff, and you the same and all that. And then suddenly everything just stopped. Yeah. I mean, when you came in here, it was like, I think it's going to
1: be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Then she left here and did her last show.
2: Yeah. I didn't know it was my last show, but yes, it was. Anyway, so the thing is then I got to the point where I thought, Honestly, this is coming up to nearly two years of this waiting for somebody to give me permission. And quite frankly, I'm done with it now. I'm done with it. I am I want to to be moving forward and doing the stuff. And and I, I want to stop people putting things in front of me here now. Yeah, no you know, more so, barriers. So I suppose in a way, although we won't call it a new year resolution, there are definitely you need to put focus in there because I don't know about you. I have to have deadlines.
1: Totally. Well, I think that sometimes what happens, and I think you do this and I do this 100 mm-hmm. percent, we get in our own way. Oh, yeah, we do. We completely get in our own way. And mm-hmm. I think now is the time where we've kind of decided, well, there's enough in our own way. Oh, yeah. There's enough. Th- other other uh, forces are putting things in our way. Yeah. So let's not be in our w- our own way.
2: Yeah. But, you know, I think also we are probably at our best when that happens.
1: Because oh, Niamh, that's very
2: inspiring. Do you like this? Yeah, do you I like love this? It. Do you like it? I I, love it. I know, I know. I'm very excited about this concept. I'm at my very best and most productive when I'm right up against the wall. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, not always the most creative, but definitely the, mo- the best, as in, you know, I'm nearly the calmest I'm ever going to be when there's a...
1: When you're up against the yes, deadline.
2: Yes, 100%, or if I have a lot of things to be doing. You know, so I'm much better because I'm much more economical. I did read somewhere that only 2% of people can multitask. Did you know that? Wow. Apparently. I don't know how true this was. I mean, to be fair, this was on a thing that said, you know, set your daily personal challenge was to make your bed in the morning. Uh, you know what?
1: My, uh, I don't think I can multitask.
2: Yeah, I think people think it's a fantastic thing to be able to multitask and that, it is, but it isn't. The thing is, yeah. what, how much are you actually focusing on I what you need to yeah, I find it too distracting.
1: I find as soon as I start to do something else, yeah. I completely forget about the thing I was working on. I Do you know what I do sometimes? I do a day for something. Like I, I have to plan it in days. Mm-hmm. So if I've got to work on, like, say, today's podcast day, so I'm not going to touch anything else. Right. And if the podcast stuff ends before I was expecting it to, I'm not going to work on stand-up stuff.
2: No, I know what you mean. You yeah, kind of separated like out a day for stuff. So I'm very much a believer in do the job in front of you. I think it gets you through a lot of things. I think the time when I'm least productive is when I try to think about too many things.
1: Yeah, that's what, I think that's when you go. That's when it goes to the wall. Like yeah. that's you're dead. Then like I know. As, as soon as you have a to-do list with ten things that you have to get done today, like you'll get the top three things done well, and then. <laughs> You'll beat yourself up about the other seven things.
2: Okay. I am the list queen. And when I am um, stressed or feeling overwhelmed by things, the first thing I do is make a list and it immediately calms me.
1: A list of people that you want to kill.
2: Well, there's that. <laughs> That's the other list.
1: These people, I want to stand on these people's necks. <laughs> In 2022, I will destroy these people. <laughs> Do you know what my New Year's resolution is? What is it? This is years in the making, Neve. Years? Years. It's absolutely years. Okay. And I only realised it the okay. other day. Wow. I was like, you just need to do this, Garrod, because it's a problem. <laughs> and it'll solve loads of little problems. Okay. I want to learn to sew. Do
2: you? <laughs> you want to? L- I- yeah. Really? In I, what I way? In what for way?
1: Lo- well, like, for loads of reasons. like Because even for shows, right? Like, I always have a second shirt.
2: Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to design stuff <laughs> for the door. <laughs> You're talking about sewing a button on. I, I, I- <laughs> spring collection spring are you collection. talking about sewing a button
1: do you have no self-respect ah. by this line of dress ah. um, no I, I, yeah, I want to be able to sew on a button and yeah. I can't sew on a button I can't do any of this stuff and oh I my god to learn. that is a fantastic thing and to learn when I bought my apartment I decided that I would no <laughs> Neve, nah, I swear to god if you don't take this seriously I'm, 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 this is, I'm having a life revelation no
2: Groot I am currently trying to think of all the sewing kits I have at home that I've taken out of Hotels, right? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna bring them to you. You'll have enough. Anything you need, I gotta make a kiss. You make i decided. A kit?
1: I'm. Go- I'm. I'm. I'm looking up. I'm trying to find a course. Right? Can you have a thimble because I'll be able to just <laughs> thread a needle. Because uh, when I moved into my apartment, I thought that's the First thing I need to learn because mm-hmm. I'm gonna be living on my own. I need to learn so. And then, and my neighbor moved in and she was amazing. She used to make hats. And she did anything. and I just knocked on the door and she would just put a button. She was brilliant.
2: Well, see, I know people who can do the advanced stuff. And so yeah, I yeah. get them to, or else I go and pay someone to do it. Because to be fair, that like carpentry, like anything, if you want a really good job done, you should really go to the people who know how to do it. But I think it's very admirable that you want to take a course in it. And I'll be happy to teach you how to sew a button on for less than they're going to charge you on a course.
1: And when you do the Eurovision in 2024, <laughs> I'm going to make your dress.
2: Are you starting that this, rumor this now? This is
1: where this was leading. Up
2: <laughs> <to>. <laughs> you want me to Cameron, do? Nick
1: She's going back. Ah! She's going back to the Eurovision in twenty twenty four, and I'm I'm going to make the dress. No, 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 no. <laughs> really excited about it. Ah! It's a challenge, but I think I can do it.
2: Do I have to and be in a dress? If anyone has,
1: if anyone has some used curtains, ah! <laughs> send them my way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I'm just doing a pattern.
2: Okay. Nice.
1: So oh, people got in touch, Neve.
2: Oh, they did. Yeah,
1: to tell us about their January. Okay. Because um, January is a funny month. It's yeah, it's a weird month, isn't it? It is. It's yeah. a
2: it's kind of a weird month. It's like. The longest month in the year, because quite frankly, you've been paid like the middle of December, and and now it's like, oh my God, I have no money. Like at this point, you're living out of the bin. Yeah. Well, maybe not the bin. You're probably in the vicinity of the old bread, and how you can actually <laughs> make it last.
1: You're just slightly more reluctant to throw things out. Yes.
2: You know, you can think, maybe I'll get another day out of that. You know, is yeah. is there salmonella in that? I don't
1: know. Yeah. And <laughs> and what's the death rate in salmonella? Yeah, yeah. Will I survive? It? Like,
2: I mean, you know, you could combine two things there. You know. <laughs>
1: 100%. Eat some food
2: and then lose a lot of weight.
1: <laughs> yeah, I decided I wanted to lose weight a while ago and, and I, I had a subway and oh, and a week in bed and I swear to God, it was job
2: done. For long? A whole week. And, but did it last for a long? The resulting... That's not important. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maintaining
1: it is not important. It's hitting the bar. <laughs> it's getting the aspirational clothes closed. I know. Closed.
2: That's right. That's, that is all, right. that's all it is. That is. You only
1: have to just walk to the shops in them and come back, take them off, and circulation that, resumes. That
2: fit me once. Yeah, I love exactly. that. I, I always have at least one piece of clothing in my wardrobe then. <laughs> that, that that fit me. once That fit me once or or the piece of clothing that is obviously clearly you know loose and hanging but it says size 12 on it and you're going to oh, buy yeah, it yeah. because that's a size 12 i mean when you you look like you're size 20 in it but that's not the point <laughs> that's not the point it has the size 12 on it and it doesn't mark me no. <laughs> doesn't leave <laughs> the imprint <laughs> No, the amount of times. No, I'm sorry, I'm laughing at that because the amount of times where I would have maybe had to wear a, a skirt or a dress and realize that I've worn my jeans to the event, and then you know the line from the jeans. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have got. Uh, I have to say, you know, of all the lovely things I have, my legs are fantastic, but uh, they're less fantastic when you have a line.
1: What's a jeans <laughs> thing?
2: <a gene laughs> Ankle
1: to knee. Yeah.
2: In an after photograph, <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't quite cut it, really. <laughs> okay, uh, so we have Anne, and the January plan is walking the legs off little dog Freya. Brackets her suggestion and tune into my favourite people on social media, which is apparently you and me. Yeah, Excellent, that's us. Thank you, Anne. <laughs> okay, and and I just want to say, little dog Freya. When you say her suggestion, does that mean little dog Freya said I want you to call me little dog Freya? Because if that's the case, I need to meet Freya. <laughs> Freya is my new best friend Little dog Freya
1: Little dog Freya um, uh, Alan says It's January 3rd And I'm still doing well On the New Year's resolutions thing Woohoo Like Yeah okay Yeah okay
2: Okay Three days in Alan
1: <laughs> Well done
2: Okay We salute you But quite frankly I'm not sure that's a test no. I want to hear On January 20th
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well I said I was going to give up meat For January How's I was, that going Uh and I wasn't going to do dry. I was going to do dry January as well. And I did a show last night, and then I did Burger and a Gin tonic afterwards. <laughs> uh, yeah. There we go. That's the third. That was the second. Uh, well
2: done, you. <laughs> well we done, you. So
1: I had essentially my my month of being good was essentially a quiet day. Yeah.
2: So you know, dry January it turned out to be dry first of January. Yeah. Maybe even to the second, that's pretty good now. Yeah. Not bad. Okay. So some of the second, to be fair. Uh okay, so Victoria says she's gonna cut out the sweet cravings. Now, to be fair, it's I think it's a lot easier to cut out the sweet cravings at the beginning of January. As January moves on, it's a little bit more difficult because A, you've eaten the size of your house of chocolate yeah. and sweets and you're actually physically sick at the sight of it. But if there's a tub that has chocolate in it, what's gonna happen is you're gonna be face down dig in, it. in. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're going, <sighs> Yeah, you, know, you just
1: eat them because, like we did earlier on, because oh, it was yeah, a box of roses. It was in a here. box of
2: roses. And yeah. you and I both automatically, I mean, I popped that bad boy open and there was no reason for it. And I will
1: also say this we need to clarify they were not our roses. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, they were in the kitchen. That makes it group roses. They were head yeah, stuff roses. <laughs> head stuff roses. We're head stuff. Head stuff, we thank you. And um, salute you.
1: So, oh, do you know what apparently is good for cutting out sweet cravings? Oh. Top tip. Apparently, if you take like a shot of apple cider vinegar in the morning.
2: Wow. Oh I've yeah, I've done
1: it a couple of times and it does work.
2: I've heard it's very good for you overall actually that. But um, yeah, that's a step too far for me.
1: OK, next up is Sarah. OK, January gym time means trying to look like you're not new here, walking like you belong here and using the machines like a pro when actually you look ridiculous. You can't walk because your legs are too sore from overdoing it and it's only the 3rd of January and you've no idea how to use the machines. And then when you have read the instructions for the said machine, you think you have it sussed, you select the weight and you realise that's way too heavy for you. And the weights clank down so noisy that everyone looks at you and... All that effort that you put in at the start to blend in has just been destroyed. It's not funny, but it's a real problem.
2: <laughs> I, I, I'll I, be honest with you. It's kind of funny. It is kind of funny. <laughs> it is. But
1: do you know what I will say about this, right? Mm-hmm. I think when you go to the gym, there is this thing of being afraid to be, to look or appear new.
2: Yes, but there's also the problem is it depends on the gym that you join. Yeah. Some gyms you go into and it's okay to turn up and be in that state of disarray. Yeah. The difficulty is you go into some gyms and there are lovely, lovely lithe human beings in there who have worked hard for what they're doing. And I applaud it. I admire it. They wear the Fabletics gear, the gym gear. Oh, yeah, 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 You know, like it's a fashion runway. And uh Unfortunately, if you're not there, that can be a little bit off-putting, I think.
1: It is off-putting, but I think you need to look at it from the other side of and this.
2: And be aspirational. No, not
1: no. the aspirational. <laughs> no, I've no interest in aspiration. <laughs> I'll tell you what I want. What do you want? You're, what not, do you really, you're not really, really charging want? me 50 quid a month to walk in here and look at loads of people that look like me i have okay. no interest in that.
2: Oh, you know, I get I want to pay
1: 50 euro a month to go in, sit and drink water and watch hot people work out. Okay, that's, that's... That's what you're paying for. And any exercise you do should be considered a bonus. That's the way I look at it. It's just entertaining. You can smell it more. Because you just go <laughs> in... I don't know. No, it's just... Like, if, like, otherwise, it's horrific. Okay. Like, if you say to yourself, I'm going to go now and I'm going to go to like oh my god I did two spin classes before Christmas <laughs> like have you ever done spin yes, class yes
2: yes, yes. why
1: what? <laughs> what are we doing like and th- she, your woman like she had a headset she like not, have I talked to you about this mm-hmm. she had this headset so she was talking real low but she was saying like these really inspirational things what, like, like so, she was. <laughs>
2: that's inspirational. Well, not spinning. not
1: much inspiration. Like she thought they were inspirational, but she was like, "You need to dig deep into your soul now, and we're going to climb to the top of this." Ma-. I was just like, "Oh my Geez-os. god, You need to believe in yourself. You are a winner in your heart. You are a winner." And I was <gasps> like, "You need, you need to stop, love." No, no. <laughs> this is very intense.
2: (laughs) I'm already trumped.
1: So I think when you go to the gym, it should just be, I'm going to go to the place where all these people work out. And you're just like, okay, he's doing that. I'll do that.
2: I I have a great idea, Grode, right? What if you had a spin class, right, that you were leading, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I tell you, no, no, stay with me with this, right? <laughs> what you need, I definitely, what I need is some sort of distraction. You know the way sometimes people watch a bit of TV or whatever they're doing? That yeah. you can never hear, right? I don't understand that in a gym, right? Because yeah, there's yeah, always yeah. something on the TV, but you've absolutely no idea what's actually going on in it. I mean, I once was in a gym and Escape to the Country was on. And you're going, what the hell is that about? <laughs> you need somebody to distract you from the fact that you're doing something that absolutely. So either like
1: stand-up comedy in a gym? Gym.
2: oh it'd be so amazing <laughs> <laughs> look at the this di- <laughs> I,
1: I don't know well what... I presume you meant stand-up comedy and not like <laughs> 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 me, me in a penny's track suit going just put it on whatever set you want <laughs>
2: uh, no I meant that... life is hard enough the last thing
1: you need is to do 10 more sets of this <laughs>
2: No, I didn't mean that, but when you're at your most intense, that somebody would make you laugh, not laugh, because obviously you need that energy to get past that, but somebody would just distract you from the fact, I don't really want to go into my soul at that point. I just no! wanted to be, I just wanted you to tell me how many more times I have to do this, which they always lie to you about. No, that, oh my God. It doesn't help. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care
1: what anyone says. That is the worst thing that you mm-hmm. can do. And mm-hmm. I remember I had, I had a personal trainer.
2: Oh, I did too. For oh.
1: about, I, I had about three sessions with that guy and he kept doing that. And I just said, Look, you have to stop doing it. It's the one thing I don't want. Yeah. And on the third one, he was like, Okay, that's it. And then you have two more. And then you have two more. Okay, another 10. And I was just like, Put it down. I was like, No, we're done. Good luck.
2: That's not how like, I if want somebody, to... If somebody
1: says you've got to do 100 of them, I go, oh, Grant, I'll do 100. Do you? Like, ju- no, but like, <laughs> I mean, I won't be pleased yes. about it. <laughs> but you can see the reality of but it. But it's just like, Well, it's like shoveling it set shit. Set the goal, but don't have me reach the goal and then you throw something else at me. Yeah, That's it, not the way it works. It's
2: like shoveling shit as they say, horse shit. You know, you, yeah. you, you, you count the barrels and, and that'll get you through it. I, I portion out time in my head and stuff. I don't want to be told I've only got two left and then there's another eight after so That would upset me. That would upset me. You will yeah. not motivate me to go beyond that too. I don't care no. what anybody says. I'm just depressed for the rest of that. Because then yeah. I And then I don't believe you.
1: And I'm not delighted when it's over.
2: No, I don't believe you.
1: No, because it's like Because usually what happens is when they say you've got another 10, you don't make that other 10.
2: I once had a personal trainer, as in I booked personal training sessions in a place, and I didn't do my research beforehand because I went to a place that involved going downstairs, which is fine when the first time you go in, the second time you go in, you have to A, get back up the stairs, which is not easy. (laughs) And then also what you forget about is the next day you're not going to be able to bend your knees enough to go down those stairs. (laughs) (laughs) I love a good angry walk. You know, when some of you've fallen out with someone or someone else has fallen out with someone. Oh, it's an amazing walk then. You absolutely lash around. Oh my God. So better?
1: Well, an angry gentleman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Sarah, good luck with that. Um, I, just stick out with with it, obviously. Yeah, you, you can tell it, that we're very in and support. Listen,
1: don't, you, don't you go in there and feel less than them? No. No. And do you know what to do? Go in and make sure you know what you're doing before you before you sit down. Read the instructions. Don't, because I used to do that. I'd mm-hmm. go in and I'd pretend I wasn't reading the instructions. So then i do, you know.
2: Oh, but you know what else they do, right? Especially the people who've been there for a while. They think they own the weights or the machines. Yeah. And the, and you're about to go on the machine and they go, I, I was oh, just, go. I was
1: just going to do another set on that.
2: Yeah. Well, you're not on it are you move on move on jog on jog the feck on sorry I I feel strongly about this okay so Ross 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 I'm going to try and form good habits and try to stick with them I'm not great at sticking to them Ross I know exactly what your problem is you are not specific (laughs) 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 try and form good habits you need to be specific one thing at a time so what you do is you do pick one thing say okay I'm going to drink more water This is how you have to quantify how much more water you're going to drink. You've got to say over a period of time, you've got to give it a good three weeks for it to actually develop into a habit. And then once it's going, do the next thing. And I'm not saying that you can't do a couple of things, but form good habits could be anything. I'm going to make lots of money. That means nothing until I get specific about why that is. I want
1: 100 grand a month.
2: Okay, good. (laughs)
1: For doing very little. Okay. And that's the specific bit.
2: (laughs) I'm coming with you for that one. (laughs) So we have,
1: we have a problem. We have a problem. Uh, And it's an interesting one.
2: Okay
1: Uh, And it's one That I think I'm not going to say It's very uniquely Irish But it feels uniquely
2: Irish Okay Come on then Bring it on Okay
1: So dear Neve and Mm Geroad I have a dilemma I hope you both Had a lovely Christmas Thanks for all the laughs I only started listening A couple of weeks ago And my New Year's resolution Is to only listen At the gym To make sure That I go (laughs) We may never hear From Helena again We may (laughs)
2: never Helena Please don't make The gym A proviso Of what we're doing You've only got Two more reps to go Yeah, yeah, go on, Helena. Yeah, go on, Helena.
1: Uh, I was down home for Christmas and it was great to see all my brothers and sisters. But there was something weird that happened. Oh. On Christmas Day, we were having drinks and my eldest brother mentioned very casually that he would be getting the house when my parents pass away. Oh my God. Oh! Uh, This came as a bit of a shock, as we had always assumed that the house would be sold and divided five ways. It is something that we have never discussed, but we are planning to discuss it with my parents very soon. I bet you are. (laughs) Have you any tips or advice on how to handle it?
2: Now, Helena, we are assuming that you did not like shouting his face like, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) This this is fascinating, but... look is he the eldest son is it, is it that old school if it, thing if it
1: isn't if that's a thing I'm the eldest son and, <laughs> and if that is a thing You're in that support really him. depends on how I answer this
2: <laughs> no listen Helena I get this right to be fair this is a very thorny issue it's, yeah. it's under that whole thing of what happens when they die
1: and all this rubbish yeah, and, uh, especially I think at the moment where like house prices are through the roof like a lot of people have their eye on that like oh. there's a lot of Mm. there's a lot of parents stepping over (laughs) tripwires because people are trying to get their deposits together I think
2: more than once my children have intimated that they're looking forward to that period of their life this is a tough one Helena because actually in the grand scheme of things once everybody's reared I say it should really be equal
1: the other thing is you don't know you don't know whether he has already had this conversation with your parents this could be something that has already been signed and sealed Yeah. But what I will say is, I'm, now this goes back to my college days. I think, I'm almost certain you cannot leave a property, a family home to just one child. Really? Yeah. Or or, or, or not? Or you can do it, but I think it's contestable. Like I don't. When think you can. did
2: you study law to that extent? <sighs> I wanted to see if I could
1: get the family <laughs> home.
2: <laughs> no, do you know actually? Fun. It's a really funny thing here because um, it's one thing that your parents might want something. It's down to whether you all want to spend enough money contesting that. I think the time to tackle. Oh it, yeah. The time to tackle this now.
1: Oh, this is something that you... This is
2: a conversation with your parents.
1: Yeah. And do you know what I will say about this? If you're having a conversation with your parents, and I I, I get the impression that it'll be you and your siblings that are having this conversation Mm -hmm. with your parents. Whatever you do, do not exclude the eldest brother from these conversations.
2: No, definitely not.
1: Because then you're in a situation where you could be getting one story from your parents and they're telling him another story. This is...
2: You don't need whole a whole family us. together yet. Yeah, the he, last thing you need in a family. You need it to be. Now, to be fair, this is your parents' house and they are still alive and entitled to. <laughs> For now. <laughs>
1: but I would imagine clearly <laughs> that could be in question the second Helena gets the pair of them on their own. <laughs>
2: You know, I think how I felt about that in my 20s and 30s is very different now that I'm in my 50s. <laughs> and I'm thinking, my kids are looking at me in the same avarice that I may have looked at my parents at <laughs> what one time.
1: tennis ball <laughs> on leave <the laughs> stairs. You know,
2: uh, you know it's a kind of a funny thing, Helena. It is definitely a conversation you should have. You should have it not in anger. You should have an absolute conversation. And I think there has to be a very valid reason why from your parents why they're not leaving it to everybody I think I think to me it would be very strange
1: like that's a good point that you made because the the reason has to be like you don't know maybe maybe your brother has bought the house from them already or you know you don't don't know know.
2: you need to find out why he has this assumption it's best to do it as a group I am telling you now because if you have this conversation independently but it's going to be a difficult conversation Unless you have a very close relationship with your mum or your dad, you could have a little small side word initially and say, look, we need to raise this because everybody was quite shocked. You don't actually have to ask the question. You can bring it up and say, we were all quite shocked to hear so-and-so say whatever. And I think in a way suggesting that kind of things, I said, we were all a little bit, you know, surprised and, you know, perhaps a little hurt. You know, if that's the case and you just leave that there and then sometimes then that allows them to have that conversation. Maybe they didn't realise it, maybe they don't know. Maybe it's not a thing. You're you're we're all having the lawnmower conversation as we call it, where yeah. you're falling and, out with someone and before try you. Try not get there. to
1: let it mm. try not to have too many conversations without him. So you get yes. like your siblings have a conversation about it. Yeah. The, the without him, then have a conversation with maybe your
2: parents. Do not have like a group discussion away from the other par- the other brother. If, if you're having a group discussion, everybody should be there for that. Okay. One to one, fair enough. Maybe if you have that kind of relationship with one parent or both parents, to say, "I was a little surprised to hear that. I think that probably needs to be addressed. I think everybody felt a bit funny about that." Um. The but I will say this: if your parents decide to leave it to the cat's home, then that's really
1: it's their choice.
2: It's their choice, and I. I don't agree necessarily. But do you know what, Helena? What?
1: If they're going to do that, you find the worst home that you can find. And you should say, that's where you're going. If you have to go into a home...
2: You're only saving th- the money for the cats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, the, if the money's going to the cats and dogs, we'll spend your last years with them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> There's a Move spare in. pen. No, but uh, no, I'm just saying at the most traumatic time of your life, if you want to splinter your family be unclear about what you want (laughs) be (laughs) unclear about what you want because oh it's full of assumptions heightened emotions yeah full of assumptions yeah yeah. so if you want your family to survive your death in the sense of that as a family unit then be very clear and be as fair as you possibly can that's that's the only thing it's not for you Helena obviously you you obviously have your self-sorted
1: and try not to have too many conversations before you talk to your parents about it, because yeah. it, like I it know, sets a lot of I know things. from my family, like if <laughs> if one person steps out of line, that's yeah, that's a whole lot of phone calls. Yeah, and there's you know that's a separate WhatsApp group. Yeah, you know, try not to let that go on
2: and, too and then, long
1: before you approach. It. And then
2: it's it 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 augments a situation that isn't even there in the first place. So uh, you might yeah, be, he might have just
1: been joking. And also, if he was joking, yeah, <laughs> like high five, <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> like if he was joking he has absolutely won
2: desired yeah, effect yeah you've written in here I know
1: you're, you've ruined your Christmas like, I know I know the man the king is um, that how we
2: want to finish this for Helena though let's be positive no
1: well the, the, the last thing I'm going to say to Helena is oh. that if she is pretty certain that she's not getting the house you burn it to the ground oh okay.
2: man <laughs> there you go that's yeah. the measured response you, you, you were hoping you for
1: you skip the burial <laughs> and you put a petrol bomb through the porch and you never speak to any you of those people in- again
2: you know we've been doing this a long time now and I'm still shocked when you do that it's like, I'm on her side Niamh I know you're on if, her if, side I'm not going to
1: see somebody walk away with her inheritance
2: No Exactly So get off that gym bike now <laughs> And go and sort that out Yeah exactly What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you in the gym when that so- needs to be yeah, sorted? Yeah get round
1: to his house and have a conversation <laughs> We are stopping for a moment to remind you that we are part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support the show, you can pledge as little as €5 a month, and in return, you will get bonus content from us and all of the other shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network, including this one, which is one of my absolute favourites. The the show we are cross-promoting this week is Double Love. And if you've ever read the Sweet Valley High books, this is the podcast for you. It's hosted by Anna and Karen, and it is brilliant. They go through each book. And on the bonus content, they do the Sweet Valley High TV show. Double Love. You're absolutely nailing it. I love it.
2: This is how it's always been. Double Love is a podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. Join me, Anna
0: Carey. And me, Karen Moynihan. As we revisit one of the maddest series of books ever written or ghostwritten. If you ever read about Elizabeth and Jessica, the perfect blonde Wakefield twins, then you might enjoy listening to us absolutely tearing them to shreds. Affectionately, of course. Of course. And even if you didn't, there's still plenty of drama, kidnapping, stolen boyfriends and school dances to entertain you. Find us on the Headstuff Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: we've learned a lot this show haven't yeah. we as a matter of well, fact we, we have go. so much stuff we might have to do more next week
1: yeah I think we got we got a, a lot of responses about how people are surviving January oh my and, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah we'll have more of them next week but thanks so much to everyone that listened and uh, listen we
2: are here in support of you so don't lose hope
1: yeah we are here to dig you out of whatever mess you've got yourself into I okay. know um, also uh, if you want to support us and You can totally support us. Yes, you can subscribe to Head Stuff Plus over on headstuffpodcast.com for as little as five euro a month. Yeah, uh, you can pledge whatever you want, but five euro is the minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you will get bonus stuff from us that is pretty exceptional. And we're going to have more news because most of you would have got that bonus episode uh, Christmas. over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are going to there's going to be more bonus episodes, but we have got some very interesting bonus stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Are you excited, Niamh? Oh,
2: I, I like, I can hardly. I can hardly contain myself. She's vibrating. Yeah, (laughs) that's a different thing though.
0: (laughs) This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the podcast studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com